God, we thank you so much for this morning, and we thank you for bringing us here, and especially this day, God, that we can honor and celebrate our moms. God, we pray that you would bless them. As Stephen already prayed, God, we pray that this would be a special day for them, and as we put our attention on them, may we be grateful, thankful, treat them good, and just really show them our love and and our appreciation for them. God, we know they do so much for all of us, and we pray that this would be special for them. So bless your word this morning as we get into Proverbs 31 and talk about that little bit in honor of our moms. So bless it, anoint your word with your Holy Spirit, and we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Three of her sons gave her special presents for Mother's Day. The first son... And these guys are well off because the first son gifted a big house. You can believe that. The second sent a brand new BMW to her. But the third son, now trying to outdo the other two brothers, uh, he sent to her a specially trained parrot that could recite the entire Bible at command. Now, it took 20 monks in a monastery 12 years to train this parrot. And it cost this third son a pledge to them of $100,000 a year for 10 years for him to obtain this parrot. Well, they gave the gifts, sent the gifts and everything. Well, after Mother's Day, the mom promptly sent letters of thanks to each son. To the first son, she wrote, Michael, thank you so much for the house but it's too big. I'm okay with the small house being just me now. Plus, it's easier to clean when it's small. (laughs) To the second son, she wrote, Marvin, thank you so much for the car. Oh, brand new car. But, But you know, my eyesight, being elderly, is not too good anymore, and I don't even drive. Well, to the third son, she wrote, Melvin, you were the only one who gave me a practical gift. Thank you so much. The chicken was so delicious. (laughs) It's a joke. (laughs) Well, no matter what our gifts are to our moms, right, on Mother's Day, it comes from the heart, doesn't it? It comes from the heart, and it says, we love you, we love you, and thank you so much for being mom. Well, this morning, again, to honor our mothers, we're going to talk about what makes moms so special. And that's the title of our message this morning. What makes moms so special? And again, we're going to be looking at Proverbs 31 from verse 10 through 31. Now, now this passage is famous. If you guys been, was with us when we studied Proverbs and we got to this, this is famous, right? It, it's known as, as the excellent woman or the Proverbs 31 woman right and we know this and 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 that's why i wanted to come to this but because i want to go over this because this is our moms this is describes you guys you moms and so what makes mom so special well we're gonna see six things i mean this passage is so jam-packed when i originally thought i might have had like 14 or 15 but i'm not gonna do that to you today because remember after service we have a potluck right and we're gonna eat and so uh we're gonna just enjoy 
uh, fellowship and have this food for our moms. But anyway, six things we're going to see what makes mom so special. And this is really our points, our outlines we're going to see is number one, she's a blessing. Number two, she works tirelessly. Number three, she is resourceful, resourceful. Number four, she is very caring. Number five, she lives out godliness. And number six, she must be honored. So let the word even speak to our hearts today, this morning, as we go over this. So what makes mom so special? Number one, she is a blessing. She is a blessing. And in this section, we're going to look at verses 10 through 12. Let's see this today. Let's see this right now. Proverbs 31, verse 10 through 12, and I'm reading out of the ESV. It says, An excellent wife who can find. She is far more precious than jewels. The heart of her husband trusts in her, and he will have no lack of gain. She does him good and not harm all the days of her life. And we'll stop right there. While we begin with the writer really rhetorically putting out there an excellent wife, who can find? In other words, that kind of woman, this kind of woman that we see in this passage, she's a special find. Yeah, she's special. And the word excellent here in verse 10, an excellent wife, it speaks of her character. It speaks of who she is. She's excellent. Old translations say virtuous. Yeah. But I like the ESV. It says excellent. It really, in the original language, is talking about her character. This wife mentioned here. But let me say this. It's not just the wife. Because later on, in verse 28, we're going to see that she is a mother because her children call her blessed. So, this is a, she's a special find. She's special. This woman of character, and it says in verse 10, she's far more precious than jewels. She, she, she's, she's, more, she's worth more than the most expensive jewelry that is out there. So moms, understand that you are highly valued. You are highly valued, and that's why back in 1914, uh, this was made into this holiday, because you are special. You are highly valued. Then verse 11 and 12, it's interesting. She, it, it says, this woman of character, her husband now, in verse 11, trusts her, and he will have no lack of gain. The English there is a little different, but the husband, the father, fully trusts her, meaning that he has confidence. His full confidence is in her, and there's no lack of gain with her. Now, the NLT, I like how that translates this, says she will greatly enrich his life. So this is the mom. This is the wife. She's special. She's value more than anything. She's a value to everybody. The husband has total confidence, total trust in her, and he knows that she does, uh, it says here in verse 12, she does him good, not harm, all the days of her life, meaning she's consistent in this. So all of this is to say this, that the mom, she is a blessing. The mom, she is a blessing because she's a woman of character. This is real. She's consistent. The husband, oh, I can trust her totally with everything. She is of great value. 
I like something that um, President Teddy Roosevelt once said. She's, he said, the mother is the number one asset of national life. She is more important by far than the successful statesman, businessman, artist, or scientist. Isn't that great? You moms, you, you are special. We value you highly. So understand and know that, feel that from us. No one's perfect. I know you're probably sitting going, well, not me. I don't know. Well, no one's perfect. It's okay. We love you anyway. God's grace for moms, clinkers are there. But you still are a woman of character. So we honor you this morning. You know, just as the moms are, you guys, we, we, should, we should be people of character too, shouldn't we? Just as we're reading of, of, of this Proverbs 31 woman here, we should be people of character. Guys, children, we should learn from the example of our moms. All right, so what makes a mom so special? Number one, she is a blessing. She's a blessing. Number two, she works tirelessly, tirelessly. Here we're going to cover verse 13 through 15. It says here in verse 13, She seeks wool and flax and works with her willing hands. She is like the ships of the merchant. She brings her food from afar. She rises while it is yet night and provides food for her household and portions for her maidens. We'll stop there. Now, in verse 13, we see the godly mother is a hard worker. She's a hard worker. She seeks wool, wool and flax. Back then, wool is, is for winter. It's thicker. It, it keeps you warm. Flax is, is more, uh, uh, we would say today, linen. Linen. So for the summer times. So she seeks out. She gets uh, clothes for the winter, the summer, and she works with willing hands. In other words, she willingly makes her clothes. And back then, these women, they make their clothes. Today, we have that convenience of buying clothes, but some of you still make clothes. And then it says there, here, that in verse 14, she is like the ships of the merchant, and she brings her food from afar. In other words, she travels like merchant ships going all around, seeking out the best deals. She, she's, she, she, you know, some people drive well, 10 miles just to save 10 cents, right? That's mom, right? No, I'm going to save. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go after the savings and get the sale and everything. I remember, uh, I mean, my wife, she like hit the rounds, right? Costco, Walmart, yeah. Uh, 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 Target, yeah, now Target, yeah. And, and just make these rounds, yeah, just to save money. I mean, why can't you just get it at full line? Well, no, we got to save some money kind of thing, right? And this is like her right here. She's like a, the ships of the merchant. She's gathering the food. And then, isn't this awesome? Verse 15, she rises while it is night, provides food for her household and portions for her maidens. Maidens is like her servants. So she rises when it's still dark. Before the dawn, the sun comes up, and she's preparing all this food for everybody. She's the one who's getting up early. She's the one who's, who's, who's cooking and putting lunches together. I was thinking about that. I remember every day growing up, and Mom, if you're watching, thank you so much. Uh, uh, she usually watches online, too. So everyone say hi. <laughs> anyway, I remember 
uh, every morning, yeah, before school, she put my lunch together. And, and I guess this shows how old I am. You know, back then, the lunch boxes were metal, yeah. And you had thermos with glass and everything like that. But I remember opening up, and every day, and this is how I grew up, bologna and cheese sandwich, you know, uh, salted apple, yeah, was all inside there in, in, in a drink. And, uh, I, you know, I, I remember always reliable, dependable was mom making lunch for me every morning. I didn't have to. I just woke up, grabbed a pail, and, and went. That's, that's our moms, right? Always working, even up before the sun is up. So this is what we see. She works tirelessly. And you know why? Because she puts others first, Right? She puts others first. She'll work to the bone. She'll do so much for us because she's putting you before herself. I think about Philippians 2.4. This is what moms live out. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. She's put others first. So thank you, moms, for working tirelessly, going the extra mile for us. And so, you guys, let's honor them for working so hard for us, raising us, preparing food, doing everything for us. But you know what? I think we should follow her example too, especially today, (laughs) right? But let's honor our moms by following her example and work tirelessly too. Moms, we appreciate all that you do. And I hope today will be a day that you're catered to. I was reading about this four-year-old and six-year-old. They came to their mom on Mother's Day, and they gave her a houseplant. But when they gave it to her, they were really sad. It was kind of like, well, here, here, here's your, your present. And, but the mom was touched anyway. Uh, they had spent their own money to get, get this houseplant and give it to her. Well, they explained why they were unhappy about this present. They said that there was a bouquet that we wanted to give you at the flower shop. It was really pretty, but it cost more than we had. And, and it, it hit us because you were always asking for a little piece so you can rest. Well, the ribbon on this flower on the bouquet said, rest in peace. <laughs> How cute, though. Yeah, they're thinking of their mom. Well, what makes mom so special? She is a blessing. She works tirelessly. And number three, she is resourceful. She is resourceful. Here we're going to look at verse 16 uh, through 19. Verse 16 through 19. It begins here. She considers a field and buys it. With the fruit of her hands, she plants a vineyard. She dresses herself with strength and makes her arms strong. She uh, perceives that her merchandise is profitable. Her lamp does not go out at night. She puts her hands to the distaff and her hands hold the spindle. We'll stop there. Well, back in verse 16 now, the, the mom hears about this field nearby that is for sale. So she considers it, and she buys it. She takes money basically from the clothes she sells, and we're, we're going to see that in verse 24. So she buys this field that's up for sale. She looks at it as, oh, this is an opportunity. And so what does she do? Well, she plants a vineyard. 
She, it, she dresses herself with strength and makes her arms strong. Now, other translations say that she takes some of the money, uh, 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 well, there's the fruit of her hand, some of that money, and she plants this vineyard. But I think she's, the, verse, the next verse, verse 17, tells us that she's, she not only like plants it and, and hires some people, but she's, part of, she's in there too working with uh, everyone else. She's right there working and so that's that's why she dresses herself with strength and makes her arms strong moms you have strong arms <laughs> you might not think of it but but this this mom here gets into the work she doesn't shy away at all she she's not afraid to work she just doesn't hire someone she's in there herself and she's resourceful, and wow, look at this field. We can do something with this. And then she's in there working it too. And then it says here in verse 18, she perceives that her merchandise is profitable so that her lamps doesn't go out at night. So she finds all her efforts, they're, they're giving back. They're making. Yeah. So she's going to continue to work and be resourceful in everything that comes back to her. And it says in verse 19 that she puts her hands to the distaff, which is um, the, the stick that the unwoven wool sits on. And then the, the spindle is how she makes thread. So she's making her own thread. She's so resourceful. Yeah? She's just taking whatever she can and just gets it going and, and, and uses it to uh, make good for the household. You know, moms, they don't just buy things, right? But we know our moms, they'll go buy the parts to make things. No, I'm going to do it. I can do it, right? I was thinking about um, my sister-in-law, Kristen's older sister. I was just amazed that she makes her own shampoo, yeah, and her own laundry soap and something else, huh? soap and stuff like that. I thought... What? I'll just buy it, you know, <laughs> right? It's more easy. But moms are like that. They're very resourceful with things that they have. And this is this, is this mom. This is this wife, yeah? She made some money. Oh, there's a field. Oh, that's an opportunity. She's resourceful. Oh, you know what? I could plant a vineyard, and, and that, could, that could bring back too. And she keeps being more resourceful, and she keeps working it, even staying up late at night. Someone said, Man's work is from sun to sun, but a woman's work is never done. Because a woman, the mom, is always resourceful. And this is what we see. She is resourceful, taking what she has to make more. That's really the idea here. That's the point here. She is resourceful, taking what she has to make more. You know, growing up, uh, in my family, uh, it was just me and my sister. But, you know, growing up when I was small, I never had any lack. We had food, clothing. We, we, we had everything we ever wanted, even, even toys and things like that. I never had any lack. But I'll tell you what, it wasn't until later that I found out that our family didn't have much. We didn't have that much money. But... What my mother did, he t she took what we had and made do with it. And, and, and she was very resourceful and made it like, no, we're great. Not just, oh, we're getting by. No, we're great. And that's what moms do. So moms, thank you for multiplying the little 
into much. Thank you for always looking for ways to make life good and great for us. So thank you, moms. Thank you, mom, on the line, too. Thank you. Always on it. Well, what makes mom so special? Number one, she's a blessing. Number two, she works tirelessly. Number three, she is resourceful. And now we come to number four, she is very caring. She is very caring. Here we're going to look at verse 20 through 24. And it reads here, verse 20, she opens up her hand to the poor and reaches out her hands to the needy. She is not afraid of snow for her household, for all her household are clothed in scarlet. She makes bed coverings for herself. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. Her husband is known in the gates when he sits among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments, here's verse 24, and sells them. She delivers sashes to the merchant. So in verse 20, back there, we see that she opens her hand to the poor, to the needy she gives. She's very caring. You see her heart, a caring heart there. And then in, in verse 21, it says she's not afraid of snow for her household. Uh, what, what that means, her caring heart prepares for the time when the winter a weather comes when the weather turns cold when so she's not afraid of the snow time because you know what her children are ready to be clothed properly and to stay warm here it tells us that uh, uh, her household are clothed in scarlet and scarlet is a darker color and it's it's been uh, the wool has been dyed in that scarlet color so that it would absorb the heat and keep the heat. That's the idea. That's what they did in ancient times. So she's prepared. She's not afraid. Oh no, there's snow. What are we going to do, right? She, she knows. She's already planned in her caring heart to care for her children that they are dressed warmly. She's ready for that. I mean, I know you moms, you're ready. Yeah? You get in your bag. Yeah, when the kids are small, their jacket, you know, extra socks or this. Or, and then I, I always crack up because I remember my wife when our, our, our kids are adults now, but when they were small, it's like, oh, when she feels a shiver, oh, they must be cold. So she puts that coat on. And I'm thinking, I think that's you more than them. But that's how moms are, right? That's how God built. So maybe they can't say they're cold, and so moms are ready. Here I go. And all of a sudden, they're like, what, Christmas story, yeah? You know, kind of thing, walking around, right? <laughs> kind of thing. And no, now you're fine. Now you're good. Well, this is the caring heart of the mom here that we're reading about. She's ready. She's not afraid. Good weather, bad weather, whatever. I'm, I'm ready there. Also, it says that in verse 22, she makes bed coverings for herself. Now, a lot of commentaries saying it's not just for her, but it, it, it's for the whole family. So she makes sure at night everybody has their blanket, their, their, their what do you call it, uh, uh, comforter or, or their duvet. I, I don't know these words. My wife says, oh, we got to get a duvet. I go, what's that, a toupee? I don't need a toupee. No, but, um, but you know, covering kind of thing, right? And so... Uh, uh, make sure everybody's set, everybody is warm. Now, verse 22 also, take note. It says, her clothing is fine linen and uh, purple. Fine linen meaning it's nice clothes. I mean, not, not too crazy, nice clothes. 
Purple is pretty nice. Um, if you remember in the book of Acts, Lydia was a seller of purple. It was a, a special kind of clothing that was dyed from a shellfish to give that purplish color. And so take note that, that this mom isn't just totally giving everything to everybody and not taking care of herself. No, she dresses appropriately. She, she, she dresses nicely. It goes with her character. And I have to say this. In her caring for her own self, it really emphasizes how she has a caring heart. Now let me explain. Remember, uh, and I mentioned this last week, I think it was. Remember the second most important uh, commandment that Jesus summed up, right? We mentioned, I mentioned last week, the first commandment was love the Lord your God, you know, with all your soul, uh, heart, mind, soul, and strength and all that, right? And then he added, and in Matthew twenty-two thirty-nine, he adds, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. The idea there is that, see, mom who takes care of herself means she is guaranteed to take care of you. If she is concerned for herself, then she's going to be just as and even more concerned for you. So I like this little note here in verse 22 that, you know, it's not just everyone else she's caring for, but no, you know what? She, she's there for herself too. And moms, you look great this morning, by the way. You're fine linen and well purple. Now, the husband, in verse 3, it's interesting. The writer pops in here. Her husband is known in the gates when he sits among the elders of the land. Now, understand in ancient times, the, the gates of the city was where all business was conducted, where government business was done also, where, where, where court hearings were done. And that was done at the gates of the city. So, here, the husband is known in the gates. In other words, he's, in other words, he's one of the elders of the city. He's, he's, he's respected. He's high up there. And so what this says to us is that as we're talking about mom, we see the mom lovingly supports the husband by caring for the home as he is out there working his work. And so that's the idea as we flow into this. And then verse 24, she supports also the home by she makes these linen garments, these nice dresses, this nice clothes, and she sells them. She's, she's helping in the income of the household there, and she delivers, she's making sashes also there. So she has a, a, a little business of herself going on on the side. Her first priority yeah, is home. But on the side, she is also busy about making some money for the family. And all of that is to say that she is very caring. If, if she could do some business, right, make a little money, she could take that money, buy a field, do more for the family. She's very resourceful. She can, she can keep things going at home. So she is very caring, always the giver, always with love. And that's what I want you to see here. She supports her husband with love, uh, and she's caring for him by caring for the home. She is very caring, always the giver, always with love. A teacher asked the boy this question. Suppose your mother baked a pie, and there were seven of you in your family, your parents and five children. 
what part of the pie would you get? So it's kind of a, she was teaching fractions and math and all that. So there's seven of you. She baked the pie. What part of the pie would you get? Well, the boy replied, a sixth. And the teacher says, oh, wait, wait. Let's rethink this. Um, I'm not sure if you understand fractions of what we've been talking about. Let me say that this again. Remember, there's seven of you. Seven, right? And so how, what, what, what part of the pie would you get? And the boy said, yes, teacher, I understand. But it's still a six because you don't know my mom. She would say she didn't want any pie. I love that. Moms, thank you for always caring and always giving. Always giving love, giving of yourselves. Always giving and caring and showing your love. All right, what makes mom so special? Number one, she's a blessing. Number two, she works tirelessly. Number three, she is resourceful. Number four, she is very caring. And number five, she lives out godliness. She lives out godliness. Now here's verse 25 through 27. It says here, Strength and dignity are her clothing, and she laughs at the time to come. She opens her mouth with wisdom, and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. She looks well to the way of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. So it begins in verse 25 in this section that she wears this clothing. She's clothed with strength, which talks about her character once again, and dignity. In other words, she lives honorably. But in what way? She lives in a godly way. She has godliness in her. We know that because in verse 30, we're going to see that she fears the Lord. She knows God. She's with God. So we're talking about godliness in this, or a godly wife or a godly mom in this passage. This is the Proverbs 31 woman. So she lives with the strength of character in others' godliness. She lives in dignity in other words she lives honorably as a christian as uh, today we would say as a christian as one who follows god and then it says here in verse 25 and she laughs at the time to come what is that saying well she laughs at the future the time to come in other words she has no fear of the future she's like <laughs> whatever comes God, I know you have it taken care of. She has faith. She has trust in her God, in her Lord. She fears the Lord. And so she has confidence in God. And you know what? I like this. If you think about this kind of outlook and this kind of attitude with God in the picture and in the future, think about moms yeah, encouraging their children, right? I mean, I remember times my wife, Kristen, uh, uh, she would encourage our discouraged children. Yeah. Oh, this isn't going to work. Oh, no, it's all right. God can work it out. You know, oh, no, God has a plan in your life. You know what? Just keep your eyes on the Lord. He loves you. He's going to take care of you. I mean, I, I remember those, those moments. Yeah. This is this mom. Yeah. She laughs at the future. Ha, 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 I'm not afraid of you, you know. She, she's, that's her superpower. She trusts in God, right? And then verse 26, I like this too. She opens her mouth with wisdom. What comes out? God's wisdom, yeah? 
God's wisdom. God has given her great wisdom. And, and children, you guys, listen to your mom. It's important that you do. Because God is using your mother yeah, to help you become the person that he wants you to be. So God gives her that wisdom. Understand that. See what the Lord is saying today. And it says here in verse 26, and the, uh, and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. Isn't that, isn't that great? She teaches kindness. Give kindness. Don't be harsh. I was thinking about, you know, the day we live in social media, Facebook, Instagram stuff, you know, can be so vicious, yeah, what people write. The comments can be so mean and critical and putting down like that. But mom, mom teaches us, no, don't be like that. Don't, don't sit there and put people down. Love on them. Be kind. Help them. Don't be hurtful. Be helpful, right? And this is mom. Thank you, moms, for teaching us that those attributes, those things that we should be, and really it's, it's a godly spirit anyway, right? It's what the Holy Spirit tells us that we should be and put, um, not put off the flesh and put on this new creation in the spirit. So moms are so great. They help us to become who we are today, right? George Washington, President George Washington, said, My mother was the most beautiful woman I ever saw. All I am, I owe to my mother. I attribute all my success in life to the moral, intellectual, and physical education I received from her. I love that. I love that. Well, in verse 27... It says she looks well to the ways of her household. That means she's, she's carefully watching what goes on in the home. And then she's on top of it. And then it says, she, uh, and she does not eat the bread of idleness. In other words, she's never lazy. She's always on top of what's going on in the household, always taking care of this. And I would say as we bring in God, that she's trying to do all she can to follow God in what the house should be. She's always praying for the children. Lord, help me to bring them to Jesus Christ. Help me to instill godly character in them. Help me to, to show them the principles and truths and teach them about, about what the Bible says. That's her. She's, she's overseeing. She's on top of everything that goes on in the household. But she lives before the Lord to be that godly mom. And she's not lazy about it. She's on it. So she lives out godliness. And she does it with this special connection to God. I was thinking about how the Lord strengthens moms, especially with little kids, right? I don't know. Maybe you... You moms, or your kids are, are, are adults now, but you remember the days when if they were all young or they're close in age, how crazy life was, and somehow you got through it. Well, it was God. God gave you the grace to get through it. Yeah? Um, just, just, if, you know, if, just watch a mom with two small kids like, oh, I can't do that. <laughs> you know? But it's the Lord who empowers her and gives extra grace. And she's tapping into God's strength. And somehow they seem to keep it to 
together. So she lives out that godliness from a special connection to God. I like something um, uh, the British preacher George, uh, G. Campbell Morgan, uh, is there's a story. He had four sons. All four of them became preachers. So the dad was a preacher. All four sons was a preacher. And then once a visitor came to the house, and the whole family was together, and this visitor asked one of the sons, who's the greatest preacher in the family? Kind of like trick question, yeah? Because all five sons were, were preachers. Well, the, the one who was asked that question, the son, looked at his father, and without any hesitation, he said one word, mother. <laughs> moms, you influence yeah, your kids. All right, well, what makes mom so special? One, she's a blessing. She works tirelessly. She's resourceful. She's very caring. She uh, lives out godliness. And number six, she must be honored. And this is the last heading. She must be honored. And we'll finish up this chapter here, the rest of this passage from verse 28 through 31. Verse 28, her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praises her. Many women have done excellently, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Give her of the fruit of her hands and let her works praise her in the gates. It just ends beautifully here. Her children, verse 28, they rise up. They stand up in honor of her and bless her. Her husband even will stand and praise her, honor the mom. And I like here, many women have done excellently, but mom, you surpass them all. And don't we feel that way with our moms? Our mom has surpassed them all. Yeah, yeah, everyone's good. Everyone is great. But my mom, right, surpassed them all. I think we all feel that. And then verse 30, charm is deceitful. Like, people may try and charm you, manipulate you, you know, in that way. And the writer's like, that, that's not what we're talking about. That's not what this mom is. And he also writes, beauty is vain. Vain is like empty or worthless, meaning, well, one day we all get old, right? And beauty will fade. It's not, that's not everything, but what's most important is the woman who fears the Lord. She's the one to be praised. So no matter what age, young or old, you know what, moms? You're all beautiful, yeah? You're all beautiful because you have God in your life. And then verse 31, so give her the fruit of her hands. In other words, you know, bless her back. She worked so hard for you to raise you, to feed you, to be there for you. Yeah. Well, give back to her, you know what, honor. The fruit of her hands that she raised you to be a person of character who loves and cares for their mother and honors their mother too. So, no matter what age, let's honor our moms. No matter, let's honor those who raised us. So, she must be honored. And that's why we're here today, right? That's why we're here today, this holiday, this day, Mother's Day. Now, let me just say something. 
Maybe it's hard for you today because your mom has passed away. Maybe it's been recently. Maybe you lost your mom. You know what? You can still honor her yeah, with your memory. Taking this time just to, to honor, thanking God. Yeah? Just pray to the Lord. Thank God for her. Perhaps maybe you had a hard time growing up and your mom wasn't the most perfect. But you know what? You can still honor her. She brought you into this world. And even if it's just that, that's to honor her. But honor her for the good. Forgive her for the bad. Give grace. Pour grace on everything else. And just love back. Love back. Perhaps you didn't know your mother. Perhaps someone else raised you. Well, you can honor the one who stepped in that place. And maybe one day you might get a chance to still honor the one who birthed you. Perhaps you're a mom and you lost a child. And you wish you had that child to honor you on Mother's Day. But let me say, if they were still here, they would honor you. So treasure that thought. Treasure that. Today is Mother's Day, and we honor you, all your moms. All that you do, all that you've done, all that you continue to do. You know, I'm old, but my my mom, actually, her birthday was Friday. Uh, She turned 87. Happy birthday, Mom, too. And uh, she's still my mom. And she still mothers over me, too. (laughs) And that's great. I love it. It's all right. So we still honor them. Let me uh, close with this. I came across this writing, and it's called A Profile of a Mother. A mother appears to be a normal human being. She has all the physical features that all the people have, two eyes, two hands, two arms, two feet, all connected to one body. Now, that is what you see if you just look at the exterior of a mother. If you were a child, you would know that she has at least three sets of eyes, two in front, two in back, so that she can see all those things she must see but that are hidden from her. And one on each side of her head so she can protect the cookie jar, no matter where she stands in the kitchen. All are capable of seeing through wood and plaster so she can tell what is going on behind closed doors. She has bionic ears. She can hear a dirty word whispered a block away. She can hear a complaint that is only thought when unpleasant tasks are assigned to her kids. With her many arms and hands, she can prepare a meal. Find dad's shirt, change a diaper, run the vacuum, and huge two, uh, hug two kids all at the same time. With strong and fast legs, she can move about the house like a speeding bullet. She patrols the streets, stops a fight in the backyard, catches a tennis ball before it's flushed down the toilet, prevents a child from falling out of a tree, and moves all the toys out of the driveway before dad comes home, all at the same time. Her endless supply of energy can only be a God-given attribute. 
She is the first to rise in the morning, have breakfast ready for the brood as they get up, gets each child ready for school, is both barber and beautician, fashion consultant, chairman, budget director, purchasing agent, paramedic, veterinarian, (laughs) interpreter, travel agent, interior decorator, and is the last to bed at night. With a tender kiss, she can heal everything from a cut finger to a broken heart. I like that. Her ability to love is exceeded only by God's love. Her love is protective, tender, consistent, understanding, forgiving, unchanging, unselfish, giving, contagious, comfortable, everlasting. And then it says this. The nearest thing we can see in this world to God's love is a mother's love. To all of you moms, we say thank you. We love you. And thank you for showing God's love. Showing us what God's love is with skin on it. And so with all this, that's what makes moms so special. Let's pray. Lord, we once again pray for moms here, those who are connected online, those who may listen or watch this service later. God, we pray that you would bless each mother at the sound of my voice, Lord, that they would see our hearts, that we love them back for all the love they've given us, that they would feel appreciated because, Lord, you appreciate them. Lord, I pray for anyone who may be alone. Maybe there's some moms that are alone and hearing this, and and it's hard. But God, I pray that you would touch them by your Holy Spirit and let them know that you, God, appreciate them and that they have been faithful to do their service before you. Touch them, God. Lord, we thank you for your word even this morning. God, the attributes, Lord, the character of this woman we read, God, in a way, it convicts our own hearts. Are are we that way? Are, Are we godly? Are we resourceful? Are we not being lazy? Are we fearing the Lord as we should? God, thank you that when we do live that way, that what comes out is a witness of you, Lord, of your love. So if there's anything that each one of us could take home today, and that is that God let us love one another as you have loved us, that that people may know the love of God. God, it's, it's all, a, it, it, you're the important one here, Lord, in the end. And you have made our mothers, God. You have brought them into our lives, Lord. And you have blessed us, God, with those who raised us and forming us into who we are today. God, it's because of your love that this is done. And Lord, we honor you too today and thank you for our moms. So God, as we close up here, Jesus, Lord, 
thank you for our moms. And Lord, may our hearts be given over to you always. In Jesus' name, amen.